Welcome to You Got This, a podcast all about health and wellness. I'm your host, Alice, and in every episode, we're going to dive deeper into self-care, mindfulness, mindset, personal growth, and everything related. Whether you're seeking balance, strength, or just a daily dose of positivity, I've got you covered. Life is a journey, and here we're all about empowering you to overcome obstacles and embrace the incredible person you're becoming while staying true and accepting and loving the person that you are today. Remember, you got this now let's get started hi welcome back we are here again at you got this the podcast your one-stop shop for everything health wellness and mindset related first of all i want to just say thank you for tuning in i know that there's so much content out there there are so many podcasts for you to choose from so it really means a lot to me that you chose this one to listen to today on your walk, your car drive, your while you're doing laundry or any of that good stuff. So really, thank you, thank you, thank you for choosing to listen and click on play. Today, we are talking about balance. By the way, my name is Alice. I think I said that in the beginning, but... <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So today we're diving into the delicate art of juggling career and self-care routine, aka balance. It's a topic that's close to my heart and I'm really excited to share some tips and my own personal, personal insights with you. We live in a world that often demands our constant attention and dedication to our careers, our work, right? If you're like me, you're an ambitious, maybe 20 or it's 30-something. I'm a 30-something. <laughs> And I am ambitious. I have goals. I love what I do. I do it with passion. But when you do something that you love and when you have a lot to prove and you know that you're capable of a lot, you can find it hard to hit the pause button and to hit the brakes, right? So we work long hours, we hustle relentlessly, and we're in the pursuit of success. And while that ambition is admirable, it's also really, really, really important that our well-being matters too. Burnout is at a huge, huge high right now. And if you're not burnt out yet, let's do our very best to prevent it. And if you have experienced burnout or you're on the brink of it, then listen to this so you can prevent it from happening again in the future. So how do we find that elusive balance between our professional ambitions and our personal well-being? And on top of that, our social activities and all that other stuff that comes on top, right? I'm going to give you a few tips and tricks that can help you navigate this challenging terrain. And sometimes I've had to learn the hard way. And some of these I've learned from having conversations with my clients, my members, and my friends, talking to them as well. Number one, this sounds a little woo, well, not woo-woo, but let me just say it. Number one is prioritize self-care. Self-care can often feel or sound like a luxury for people. It's that thing that you do when you have time. It's the bubble bath and the face mask, but it's not really that. It's much more important <clears throat> and it has to be a priority. So self-care is not an indulgence. It's actually a necessity. Just like you wouldn't drive a car on an empty tank, you cannot excel in your career and in other parts of your life if you don't fuel yourself first. And if you don't take care of yourself first, right? So how do we prioritize self-care? Well, you plan it in like a meeting with that you would with other people, but with yourself. I always like to talk about a wellness toolbox. And this is really a great way to think of how to think of self-care. When you plan in that time with yourself, you don't necessarily have to say, this time I'm doing a workout. At that time, I'm 
just going for a walk, or I'm just going to sit and be still, or I'm going to drink my tea, or I'm going to call with a friend. You don't have to plan in per se exactly what you're doing, even though in the beginning that might be really helpful. <clears throat> But you do want to plan in those moments and then open your wellness toolbox when it's at that time and then ask yourself, what do I feel like doing? What do I want to do? And what do I need right now? And then you have your list to go through in that toolbox. So for some people, it is calling their mom or chatting with a friend, grabbing a coffee or a tea and just drinking it in silence, maybe putting on your favorite music or watching that funny YouTube video that makes you laugh. Maybe it is a workout. It's a walk outside. Any of these things can be an act of self-care, but you need to stop letting everything else take over and actually give yourself permission to take those moments of self-care. It doesn't have to be long. It can be a minute. It can be five minutes, a couple times a day, or one longer moment a day, but you really need it. You are important. You matter. Your mental and physical health matter. And even though it might not feel so important and necessary right now, this is an act or this is a preventative act. So your future you will thank you for it. And if you don't do it, your future you will be really sad and mad and burnt out at yourself as well. Okay. Mad and sad at yourself and feeling burnt out. <clears throat> so make it a priority. Number two, you have to set boundaries. Whenever I talk to my clients, this is actually one of the biggest things. Two of the main things that come up a lot of the times are people pleasing and boundaries. So right now let's talk about boundaries. I want you to really establish clear boundaries between your work and your personal life. It's really easy to let your work spill over into your evenings and weekends, but this can lead to a burnout. You have to protect your personal time and make it a non-negotiable. I know there are going to be times in your career, times in your life where it is busier. You have deadlines and you have something that you really, really want to get down. So yes, done. So yes, there are moments where you are going to work a little bit later, where you might work on a weekend and that's okay. But at the same time, you have to know that these are more of a rarity. These are more of, what's the word that I'm looking for? <clears throat> these are more unique occasions and moments, not every single day. All right. You have to set those boundaries for yourself and the people you work with. You have to also let your colleagues, your boss, And if you're your, 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 if you're your own boss, let yourself know that, no, you need boundaries. You need to enjoy this life you have. And even when we love what we do, me too. I can work sometimes till eight, nine, 10 PM, 1 AM. I'm, I do what I love. So it's really easy for me to go overboard. But even when we love what we do, we can still get burnt out and it can still become too much. So again, your future you will thank you when you learn how to set those boundaries. Know that if you finish at eight, there's always going to be more work to do. If you finish at 6 p.m., 7 p.m., 8 p.m., 5 p.m., whatever you decide, there's always going to be more work to do. It's never going to be done. So instead of trying to keep going, keep going, keep going, and then maybe even feel guilty that you don't finish it and you have the next day, and then you're just going to be in the cycle of anxiety, in the cycle of um, cortisol. That's why we're all so stressed out and overwhelmed, but no one is going to set those boundaries for you. You have to do it. And you also teach the people around what your boundaries are. Your boss, if you answer at WhatsApp at 8 p.m., if you answer an email at 10, if you answer your clients on the weekends, you're showing them that it's okay that they're reaching out to you. And okay, again, for me too, I love answering DMs late at night or in the weekend because I want to immediately help 
people. That's my passion. That's one of my values is helping people. But again, I have to be mindful of my own energy. So you too have to be mindful of your own energy and set those boundaries. Even if you don't mind it right now, even if you love what to do, you're teaching people that it's okay for them to reach out to you late at night, in the weekends, and again, once in a while, it's going to happen and it's okay. But they, these are rarities. These are special occasions and these are at, you know, very important times in your work, but not an everyday occasion. Okay. Number three, practicing mindfulness. Mindfulness is such a powerful tool for maintaining balance. And when you're fully present in the moment, you are better equipped to manage stress and make intentional choices about where to direct your energy. So little bits and bobs and pieces of mindfulness are so important. And again, if you're not sure what mindfulness is, it's really just dropping into the moment and being present and actually noticing what's going on around you, being here. In our society, it's really normal for us to be doing a million things at the same time. But when you're working, I want you to work. Don't be on social media. Don't have the TV playing in the background. Don't be having a WhatsApp conversation with your best friend at the same time because you are going to be distracted. And because first of all, you're not going to finish your work in the time that you're allotted to because you're doing a million things at the same time and you're not being mindful. You're not being present in that moment. Same goes with your personal life. If you're spending time with your children, your nieces, your nephews, your family, if you're spending time with friends, if at the same time you're on your phone doing something for work, or if you're thinking of a deadline or something for work, you're not going to be fully present. You have to try to do one thing at a time. Okay. I know it's so hard. And even, um, little things like, For instance, I'm trying to think of a good example here, but for instance, you're maybe listening to this podcast while you're doing something else. Even that can be a little overwhelming. And when you're trying to juggle it all and when you're trying to find balance, I want you to know that we want to prevent that overwhelm. So once in a while, also just go on a walk without listening to something. Drive to work without listening to something and actually just be in the moment. If you have those AirPods out of your ears, you get to connect with people. Those little social cues and in, uh, interactions are also really important for your mental health. So that's just something little extra to think about. Mindfulness is really important. Do one thing at one time. Don't mix that personal, um, your personal life with your work. Put a bookmark when you're done with work. Put a bookmark behind it. You're done. And then go to your family life and vice versa. All right. Number four, learn how to say no. No, 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 no. I want you to right now say no, 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 thank you. And you don't have to give a freaking explanation. No is a full sentence. <laughs> I like that saying. So it's okay to decline extra work or social commitments if they are threatening to overwhelm you. Saying no is an act of self-care and self-respect. First of all, You have to be honest to the amount of work that you're taking on towards whether it's yourself or your boss. Be honest. Say no. Say not right now, maybe later. And same with your friends. If these, if your friend and family, well, family, yes, but if your friends are real friends, they are going to understand if you have to say no to an engagement or an activity or a hang. All right. Rest is important. Recovery is important. 
You can always ask them to hang out at a later time. Or what I like to do is like do an activity that you had planned anyways, like a workout or a walk, something like that, and do it with your friend. Or if you're cooking at night, now I'm just, I'm kind of counter speaking myself because in the, the previous thing was doing one thing at one time. But what also, what I sometimes do is, for instance, when I'm cooking, then I'll call a friend or then I'll FaceTime a friend. Or when I'm in the car, I'll, I'll call my family members to catch up. If you're like me and you're very ambitious, you're career driven, you are busy. So it's learning which habits, which things you can combine and that are energy givers and which ones you don't want to combine because they're energy drainers, all right? Learn how to say no, stop freaking people pleasing. I heard this once, um, I think it was on a podcast, but if you're a people pleaser, some people think, oh, I'm so nice, I'm a people pleaser. <laughs> I'm saying it's so mean right now, but I, I, I'm a people pleaser too sometimes, so I know, I know what it's like. But people pleasing is actually lying, so you're not being nice, you're not being kind. You're actually being mean, mean towards the other people or the other person and mean towards yourself because you're saying yes, you're committing to something you actually don't want to do. And ultimately, the more you do that, the more it's going to drain your energy and the more you're going to resent that person. So it's way nicer to say no if it doesn't match what you want to do or what you feel like doing or have the energy or space for right now. So next time you feel yourself people-pleasing, remind yourself you're not being kind, you're not being honest, you're actually lying and being mean to that person. And again, if you reframe that and if you remind yourself of that, it's going to be way easier to say, no, no thank you, not right now, let's plan in another moment, maybe next time, any of those answers, right? Because that is the kind thing. And in the long run, that's what's going to give you energy and it's going to give a better relationship with that friend or that boss or whatever. Number five, seek support. Don't be afraid to ask help and get support from friends, family, or a mentor. Sometimes talking through your challenges with someone that you trust can provide really interesting and invaluable perspectives and guidance. We all need to talk to someone sometimes. I have a therapist. I love her. I call her my friend. It's actually been about a year since I've been, so maybe it's time. I always love checking in with her. So yes, go and talk to an expert about your career in self-care and the feeling of maybe overwhelmed and not being being able to do it all. And newsflash, we cannot do it all at the same time. I believe you can do it all, just not at the same time. That's something to remember. So talk to your friends about it. How do they do it? Talk to your parents about it. How do they do it? Or did they used to do it when they were in their like end of 20s, beginning 30s, when, you know, it does feel like a lot and your career and your social life and your family life and your personal life and health It's a lot, right? So you can do it all, just not at the same time. I have, let's see, one more here. One more thing I want, or one more tip when it comes to being ambitious, being career driven and balancing self-care. And that is to reflect and to adjust. Staying flexible and staying adaptable is so important. So in order to be that and do that, we have to regularly assess how we are managing the balance between our career and our self-care and our personal life, etc. If you find yourself feeling constantly drained or stressed, it is time to make adjustments. And that's okay. Because let me tell you something. Every day is different. Every week is different. Every month is different. Every season is different. If you're a menstruating woman, then every 
um, season in your cycle, every week in your cycle is different. So reflect, see what's working, see what's not working, see what gives you energy, see what drains your energy and adjust. You can change. You can try something. If it doesn't feel good, you can try something different. Life is a journey. It's not the goal. It's not the destination. And it's ever changing. So finding ways to stay adaptable, stay flexible, all of that is going to come from, first of all, being still, reflecting and reviewing what works for me, what doesn't work for me, and how the frick am I feeling? Am I feeling stressed and overwhelmed? Let's get to the root cause of this. What All of these tips we just talked about, like maybe it's that you're not prioritizing self-care. Maybe it's that you're not setting boundaries. Maybe it's that you're not being present in the moment. Maybe it's that you're saying yes to too many things. Maybe it's that you're trying to do everything alone and you're not talking to anyone about it. So all of this, you reflect on these things. What is the root cause? Why am I feeling drained or stressed? Why am I feeling so out of whack, so out of balance, right? Because, okay, balance is never a thing, to be honest. Like, it's never going to be like a flat line of this is balance. No, it's always going to be up and down, up and down. Do you just want to make sure that the peaks are not too high and not too low, but it's kind of around the medium, right? Up and down, up and down, but close to the line. It's never going to be a flat line though, that balance. Remember, coming to like, let's bring it all together. So finding the right balance is a journey. It's unique to every person and what works for you may not work for someone else. So the key is to remain mindful of your own needs and be willing to make adjustments as you go. I want to leave you with this one thought. Your career is part of your life, but it doesn't define your entire existence. Your well-being, your happiness, and your relationships matter just as much, if not more. So as you continue your journey of juggling career and self-care, remember, it's not about finding perfection. It's about finding harmony. It's about finding joy in the journey, finding joy in the little day-to-day things. You are not your job. You are not your career. And even though your career and your ambition might bring you a lot of joy and purpose, remember that it's not the only thing in life that matters. I have to remind myself of that too. So you're not alone here. Okay. So thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Uh, if you found any of these insights helpful, share this podcast with your friends or colleagues or family members who also may be on the same journey. I also have a little freebie in the show notes. If you're interested, you can download the self-care ebook. It's just little exercises and prompts to help you find out and realize which parts in which parts of your life that you're struggling and where you might have to give some extra love. TLC, like I, I like to call it TLC too, tender love and care too. So go ahead into the show notes, download that free um, ebook that might give you some really interesting insights. And while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us. And maybe leave a comment behind if you liked it or tag us um, in your Instagram story at the Alice Avery or at Move with Bodiac. For now, the Instagram doesn't have a Insta- the podcast doesn't have an Instagram handle yet. But maybe if you're listening to this in the future, it will have. So you'll find that in the show notes. Then if you have any questions, just reach out. And as always, to finish with, remember, you got this. (laughs) All right. See you soon. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye.
If you're listening to this, that means you made it to the end of this episode. So, wow, guys, I really appreciate you for tuning in, listening, and I really hope you learn something from it or you get inspired or at least have a good belly laugh. (laughs) I hope I didn't say anything too silly. Um, I just wanted to let you know if you do want to work with me in any other capacity that you can always find more information on thealiceavery.com. That's T-H-E aliceavery.com. And you can find more information on there about my online wellness platform, Move With Alice, which has more than 550 classes in yoga, fitness, and mindfulness that you can take from the comfort of your home. Because I know you are busy. Your life is busy. You cannot always make it to the gym. Maybe you're traveling. So you got to do what you got to do to support your mental and physical health. Um, And you can find more information about my retreats, my online courses, and all that stuff. I really appreciate you listening. Don't forget to subscribe so you get a reminder of when the new episode is out. Usually it's every Tuesday. And rate and comment and all that stuff because that helps other people find the podcast too. Have a great rest of your day. Talk to you soon.